0: It's changing fast out there, and there's there's a lot of technologies that can, you know, make this business more sustainable, uh, more efficient, and better for the end users.
1: The Uniformer. Insights and interviews into the people and companies that drive the markets for uniforms, image apparel, and public safety equipment. The Uniformer is a production of the Network Association of Uniform Manufacturers and Distributors. The N-A-U-M-D. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this edition of The Uniformer. Today we are so honored to have Jeff Mergey from Bold Metrics here. Uh, Jeff, say hello and uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself if you could.
0: Yeah, thanks Jeff. Really excited to be here. Um, I have been with Bold Metrics for about four and a half years. Um, my official title is Vice President of Product strategy, partnerships, and innovation. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think my uh, background prior to Bold Metrics was mainly in the apparel industry. So I worked a lot in apparel, actually the physical product side of things on the innovation side, leading a small innovation team at Columbia Sportswear where we really focused on um, creating new technologies to keep people comfortable outside. And uh, I was doing some consulting after that, and met one of the founders of Bold Metrics, Morgan Linton, through a mutual connection. And that started into a consulting gig with Bold Metrics. And a few months after that, turned into a full-time job and really my first role on the digital side of product. Um, and you know, for me, it was a huge opportunity to learn I really loved the team at the time. It was small, but really got along with the team at Bold Metrics. And I guess, number one, truly believed in um, the core technology that Bold Metrics had developed before I even joined the company and really saw it as a potential game changer for the apparel industry um, and just saw a ton of opportunities to to jump in and kind of... Um, help drive the future of uh, Bold Metrics. And that's been uh, about four and a half, over four and a half years ago now, which is crazy to think about. So now we're a much bigger company and have a lot more customers and clients, both in the fashion and uh, fashion apparel, outdoor apparel and uniform apparel businesses. Great. Well, excellent. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. And and for the uh
1: the listening audience who is not familiar with bold metrics, it's boldmetrics.com. And Jeff, tell us a little bit about how you fit into the uniform industry, how the company fits in, and you know what what you're actually uh trying to accomplish for your um your partners.
0: Yeah, so bold metrics at its core is a body data company. Um, we have a platform of products, um, and at the heart of the platform is our core capability to um, use AI and machine learning to calculate body measurements just through answering a few simple questions. So there's no scan required. There's no putting on tight fitting clothes and taking photos of yourself. It's real simple for people to go through and do. And so where we fit into the uniform space is really kind of revolutionizing the process of how people are fit for uniforms, how they find the right size and really kind of bringing the industry forward um, and kind of eliminating the need to, you know, drive around uh, with a bunch of uniforms in your car and have people try them on or eliminating some of the issues with when you people guess their size and it doesn't fit. And a lot of uniforms are made and they can't be returned because they're labeled and, you know, customized. So we're really trying to, you know, help these uniform companies be more efficient. Um, And on top of that, we're really a simple way and scalable way to have body data of the people wearing the uniforms. And that data has a lot of different um, applications outside of just like the fitting process. If you think about product design and planning your inventory better like can sa- s- scalable body data of the people wearing the uniforms is i think a game changer for um, uniform companies that hasn't really existed in the past uh you have a digital twin you're kind of you kind of create a digital
1: twin of the person is that correct
0: yeah that's what that's what we call it i mean we we're actually calculating the unique the, you know the individual's unique body measurements through ai but when you think about it it's over 50 body measurements. It's enough to create, you know, a digital twin or, you know, some sure. people might call an avatar, um, sure. but we like digital twins. So um, I love it. That's, yeah.
1: I love it. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, I mean, is there, um, is there still a lot of old fitting um, uniform, I guess, attitudes out there that, that, you know, and, and patterns and fits that are, that have just been around for three decades that really need cleaning up?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the uniform business is one of those businesses where, you know, you create a uniform and you don't really touch it for a while because it's more function over fashion in a lot of cases. And, you know, you you get a product out there and you just keep making it. Um, and I think there is huge opportunity to actually use our data and unlock, like how are people actually wearing these uniforms, what could I do to make it fit people better, especially on the edge sizes as you, as, you know, inclusive sizing becomes more and more of a topic, um, you know, having this data and using it to actually grade your patterns um, based on real uniform wears body data is I think going to be big in the industry as we, as we onboard a lot more clients and make this data more accessible to them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, so many things have changed. I mean, when you think about it, you know, our diets, our foods, um, Mm -hmm. our work schedules, you know, where a lot of us are eating much, much later at night than we ever used to. It's much, you know, much, you know, our bodies just react different than
0: they did many decades ago. And and also trends and, you know, how people, how people prefer to dress changes, you know, and I think that's another differentiator with us is because we know the body And we know the product measurements, like we're able to show how it's going to fit someone. So if, you know, their preference is someone's between sizes and maybe it's snug in the chest, but it fits great in the waist and, you know, they don't want to wear it snug in the chest. They can size up using our technology and, you know, they sacrifice it being a little loose in the waist, but that's their preference, right? So I think being able to deal with preference is the other half of just telling someone what size they are. Um, and that plays a big role just in the fashion industry, but also, you know, I've talked to a lot of uniform executives and, you know, for certain uniforms, like police officers and firefighters where they're wearing this day in and day out, like they have a way that they want to look and a preference on how things are going to fit them.
1: does your average day look like? I mean, you you know, what what, walk (laughs) somebody through it if you could.
0: I mean, every day is different. You know, we're still small, you know you know, 25, sure. 30 person company. Um, and I'm involved in a lot of different things, just with how long in my experience I've been with the company. So it's a lot of zoom meetings cause we're remote. We've, we've been remote since the start of the company. So we're used to that. Um, but you know, I, I mean, I, on paper, you know, I, I've in the last four and a half years, I've, Led product, I've led sales, I've led customer success, I've done a lot with the marketing. And now I have a more defined role where I'm I'm still involved in those things, but more focused on our product strategy partnerships and and still doing some of the sales stuff. But you know, I could have a call with a current client about how things are going and p- reviewing some performance metrics with them and ideating on how to make things better with them. In a day, I could have uh, a call internally with our engineering team about some things that some we're learning um, through data of certain clients and have some ideas around how to improve things. Um, I could be on a sales call with our sales team. There's just really no routine. And I i mean, I really love that about um, being at a, a small, nimble company. Yeah. It's like you you prioritize your time and focus based on, you know, what's most important to the company, but every day is different. You know, I I actually, I I prefer it that way. Yeah.
1: A lot of diversity. You never know what's, uh, you know, you you might wake up to some curveballs, You might not. And, uh, but uh, nonetheless, you you know, nothing's, uh, firmly charted out other than the hours ahead. So what, I mean, you know, you're coming from that background at Columbia where you're, you're working on technologies. You're obviously looking at, you know, fabrics and and certain, yep. um, you know, things that are happening in the, um, in, in the marketplace as it relates to uh, fabric development. So right. what, you know, what motivates you now in this capacity to get going every day? I mean, what do you look forward to?
0: For me, it's really three things. Number one, it's, you know, the people that I work with. Like we have a great team. Um, everyone's really passionate about what we're doing, really believes in our goals and what we can accomplish together. And we have fun together too. So I think number one, uh, for me is that team. And I've had, you know, been a part of hiring a lot of that team just because I've been at the company the length of time that I have. So, um, that's number one. Um, I would say number two is, the opportunity to use our technology and products and build new products with our technology to make this industry, the apparel, apparel uniform industry, much more sustainable um, than it is. And, you know, for us, it's, you know, reducing returns. There's a huge impact on environment and CO impact there, CO2 impact there. Um there's the being able to use this data for design and making better fitting products up front, which is going to eliminate a lot of the waste, um, in the industry. And, you know, there's also the ability to use this data and planning better supply chains and not overproducing. So I think we have a lot of different ways we can help the industry be more sustainable. And that's always been important to me. Um, throughout my my career and there's definitely big opportunities for our technology to kind of continue that forward and i think a lot of people at the company feel the same way and have that same drive around sustainability and then the third thing you know that gets me motivated i guess every day is i kind of hit on it earlier but um the fact that it's never routine and we're fast moving um it's just that ability to have the opportunity to continuously learn and And pivot and move fast and you know that that is important to me and you know my my career every place I've been and every role that I've had is I've been able to learn learn something new and keep doing that and so yeah pretty motivated uh to get out of bed every day and and go to work I'm an engineer but um the fun fact about me is I, I was, a I was also accepted into art school. So I decided uh, to go the engineering route um, probably with some push from my dad, but um, you know, like I I would say I'm I'm a good mix of the creative brain with uh, the engineering brain. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Well, very, very cool. Well, so um, how has bold metrics really um, talk about pivoting? How have you guys pivoted and, and, uh, and, and, and changed, you know, during this uh, three-year pandemic period that we went through? I mean, what, yeah, Was there anything- um,
0: well, for us, um, if you think about what happened when, all, when the world shut down is the only, the only way you could buy things was online. So for our business specifically, like it was actually like a positive thing because, Number one, um, there was some competitive solutions out there that had a lot of market share. Um, and when everyone started shopping online, you know, 100% of businesses online and returns skyrocketed, you know, people started looking for other options out there. And we were at the point where we had some, a couple well-known clients, but not had missed, we kind of hadn't had this mass adaption or weren't having conversations with a lot of the larger companies out there. And I think the pandemic accelerated that for us, um, because we were able to kind of show the improvement in reducing returns, um, when all your business is online. So I think in that respect, like just in the apparel industry in general, no pivoting happened for us. Um, we did get into the uniform space, um, during the pandemic, um, for the first time. And that was, you know, a firefighter suit company Firedex, contacted us and they had tried some camera phone solutions and stuff like that, but wasn't really working out for them. Um, and they needed a way to measure firefighters, you know, that was COVID safe and they didn't want their sales reps to pull up with a van full of turnout gear and, have all the firefighters try on the same uniforms. So we started working with them to create a platform that would enable their sales reps, just to send a link to a web form. We collect the information we need to predict the body measurements of those, um, firefighters. And then they, you know, this company Firedex, they make that turnout gear mm-hmm. on demand. Um, using our tech. So that was our first major kind of uniform client that we signed during the pandemic. And that, I guess it kind of enabled th- them to push, to find a solution. So that, in that respect, like the pandemic forced, you know, fire decks and other uniform companies to look for other ways to have people try on uniforms.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really did. You know, and, and certainly, uh, certainly leaned into the digital, technology arena much more than it had been. I think right. yeah, we do agree or, I mean,
0: for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think the uniform industry is, um, a little bit old school and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know, it's, there's a lot of, you know, older companies that have had a way certain way of doing things. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, the pandemic accelerated that transition into digital, um, technology and other ways to do business. Sure. Uh, And it, you know,
1: and it really has, uh, you know, overall, I mean, you think about even things like the carbon footprint. I mean, you think about, you know, many of us that are on the sales end of things, you know, our hotel stays, our travel, you know, went down, we're using less gas, we're emitting less fumes, we're, we're learning how to do things um, electronically and digitally that we've never, you know, stretched our muscles to do before. And so the, yeah, you know, the same goes for the you know the manufacturers and the supply chain arena. And I really think, you know, on the surface, that, that kind of question, you know, it seems silly in a way, but you know, we it yep. was such a big global thing that happened that we, it forced us into different ways of doing business. And and many of those ways uh are rock solid today and we lean on them every day. So uh yep. yeah, I think it's an interesting, you know, it was an interesting time for a lot of us to, to learn. To, to really, um, I guess, accept change, you know, and, cha- and and look for another way to do things. So, yeah. you know, in line with that, I mean, w- what do you think now that we're, you know, almost going into 2024, what's the biggest challenge you see as bold metrics? You know, what's the biggest challenge on the horizon?
0: Yeah, I think there's, I mean, we, we see a lot of uncertainty in the economy, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. people are pushing things out. You know, waiting to see what's going to happen. So, you know, that's been a challenge. You know, on the sales side of things, I think when you look at the uniform industry specifically, like it's a much more stable industry where you kind of know, like people are going to need uniforms, and the, you know, there's it's just they don't go through the same ups and flows as like a lot of the fashion companies go. And um I think. You know, for the uniform industry specific, it's, you know, it's really convincing uniform companies that, you know, this technology is going to really change the way that they've operated for years and years in a positive way. And it's not like it's going to replace a bunch of jobs, but it's going to make them more efficient. It's going to give them better data it's gonna, you know, allow them to do things and evolve in a new way. And I think, you know, when you have a process that's worked for years and years and years, you know, one of the biggest challenges is just getting people to like do something new. So I would say that's our biggest challenge in the uniform industry. But I would say the attitude and, um, you know, the willingness to at least try and, and adopt new challenges just in the last like three years where we've been kind of focused in this industry has changed a lot. Um, so we're really excited about um, kind of where we're headed in this space. Yeah. Well, great.
1: Well, you, you, have, you know, you used a key word there willingness. And I really do think that that's uh, you know, a, um, a such a powerful, you know, word and, and mindset because, you know, d- you know, There may be some people right now rubbing their chin listening to this podcast saying, you know, wow, maybe I should give Jeff and his team a call. I really don't completely understand it, but I'm willing, you know, to to em- embark on learning about this and seeing yeah. if it can make improvements to our company. So in line with that, I mean, what's the how would somebody out there listening right now or, or, or to a, this recorded version, how would they get in touch with you and, and what can they expect in the in the process of learning, you know, what you do?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, email jeff at boldmetrics.com is great, but we also, you can go on our website and submit a form there as well um, to get contacted. But we take like a really, you know, case by case approach. Like we have a platform of products that we can offer and not everyone needs them all. And some are more tailored to other to one company versus another. So we really pride ourselves on getting to know what the business challenges are that you may be facing as a uniform company and kind of diving into where we think we can make an impact. And we have a lot of flexibility with off-the-shelf products or using APIs to kind of build something unique for your business, which I think is a differentiator with us. So we really have this you know, problem-solving approach, um, especially for the uniform industry where we're still learning it's a different return on investment. It's not all about conversion and AOV and the sure. uniform market. It's it's about efficiencies in the data. And, you know, we're really still learning, you know, how, how best to, uh, you know, not only build specific products for the industry, but to work with um, larger uniform companies. And so we're, You know, the partners that we have and we're working with today are like really great as far as sharing stuff with us and, you know, providing feedback and allowing us to adapt and make changes. So I think that answers the question, but I would say like it's not a cookie cutter like this is your experience. It's really let us get to know what challenges you're having and um, let's work together to figure out how we can solve them.
1: Right, right. I- interesting. So, we, I mean, if, if there's again someone out there listening and you've been sitting on, you know, you're an executive and you oversee the manufacturing of u- uniforms or apparel yeah. and you've been using the same grade rules and patterns for two or three decades, I mean, isn't it, isn't that a dangerous, no, I shouldn't say dangerous, isn't that a, um, I mean doesn't that hurt those companies at this point based on everything that's changed with with the way people with the expectations of wearers and and you know fit versus you know I mean yeah. function versus fashion I mean isn't
0: Yeah I do I do think that it it hurts but I think there there's been lack of data to really prove that it hurts and I think we we can provide that data to show like this is why things aren't fitting so, um, you know, no fault to the, sure. the companies out there. I just think they haven't been armed with the right data to really prove that they needed to change the grading rules and listen to how actual bot different bodies are wearing different products and how fit preferences change as bodies change. Um, so I think there's just, there's a ton of opportunity. Um, and you know, I think it's, it's just, there hasn't really been that data to make decisions with. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And you, and you mentioned
1: at the beginning of our our, our podcast that you're really a data collection
0: company, right? Yeah. I mean, we're a body data company. We have over 80 million, you know, AI digital twins, you know, in our database at this point and that's growing every day and we're using that data to get better and better at what we do. And, you know, I think with uniforms, it's such a perfect market for the data because you don't have a million styles coming out. You're not launching new right. styles every three weeks, like some of these fashion fashion brands. Like you can really take the time and perfect your core pieces of a uniform with this data. And that's yeah. why we're we're so excited about some of the clients we're we're working with using the data for that. So,
1: yeah. So, so well said. I mean, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. So um, where do you, uh, as you look at the overall uniform industry,
0: um, where do you see it going in the next few years? Um, I mean, from our standpoint, I do see, I see technology being adopted more. Like I, I've been to the um, NAUMD show the last two years and the first year um you know we had a booth and i had someone ask me what ai was you know um to be honest and (laughs) when i was talking about what we do and you know this past year um at the show in atlanta um it was different you know like people are more like excited and like talking to us and that's really cool and like how can we work together and like who where does it fit? Like, is it for distributors and manufacturers? Like, like really a lot of like really good questions and more excitement, I think towards technology. Um, so I, I do think that it's gonna, you know, we're going to see what we're seeing in the the fashion space and the uniform space, as far as technology adoption and, you know, from using 3d design to using AI and other platforms within companies. Um, but I mean, I'm excited about just the change that I saw in that year, as far as like people being excited by tech.
1: Yeah, yeah, the awareness, yeah. the
0: the understanding, you know, of what the tools are,
1: and you know, again, they might not, you know, like myself, I don't understand how the tools work, but you know, certainly, you know, that we we understand they're out there. We understand uh, much large to a much larger degree than a year ago what they are. So yeah, that's yeah. that's exciting that you're noticing that, and and uh, you know, it's it, I, I was in the tactical industry and after nine eleven, and you know what, I think one of the things after nine eleven that happened. Uh, was that it? It really created an environment for creativity because mm-hmm. you, know, you used to have uh, police agencies say, "Hey, you know, we, we we don't want any anything that has a cargo pocket or looks like a type of an army uniform on our clothing at all." And right. then 9/11 occurred, and they were like, "You know, two months later, hey, can you show us whatever you have to, you know, make sure that we communicate to the public that we're ready for anything?" And so it just it just you know really. Uh, developed a uh, creative atmosphere that a lot of the brands or a lot of new brands cropped up saying, Hey, you know what? We can do this. We can address this. And it was all niche market stuff. But I think that, yep. you know, I think that the the pandemic in a way did the same thing. It forced us to relook at things to sit, you know, to, to just settle down and think through things. And then we realized, wow we're missing the boat you know we're chugging along doing things so manually and Mm -hmm. here it is uh this digital transformation is kind of staring us in the face yeah um, for sure yeah let's go get it and use it and embrace it so um yeah wonderful excellent uh so jeff what do you i mean bold metrics you know you build your business on a cornerstone what's the cornerstone is it data is it body data is that really your cornerstone or is there something else
0: Yeah. I mean, I think number one, it's, you know, scalable, simple, easy to acquire body data that has different uses across the organization. But I mean, really our cornerstone is and what we judge our, you know, our success on is the value that our clients um, see in in using our technology. Um, So I think you know, we're very unique in the way we attack this problem. We're flexible in how we can work with companies. And we really want to drive value to everyone that sure. we work with. And I think that's that's number one um, cornerstone for us. So what kind of feedback would you get
1: from a, a customer who's, converted to, to, you know, you're, 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 started using your company. And then what kind of things are they realizing? Hey, Jeff, we have, we have many less returns or, Hey, Jeff, are, you know, we have w- less wasted fabric and, and we're making more use of uh, the cuttable widths of the fabric that's coming off the loom. I mean, what kind of comments are you getting from people?
0: Yeah, I think in, you know, the apparel space, it's, it's reducing returns and, you know, increasing the Consumer conversion and, you know, average order value. And in the uniform space, it's all about, um, sure, like we don't want returns, we want to reduce returns, but we also want to make the company more efficient and also like be a better company to buy uniforms for. And when you think about the experience of just being able to do it digitally for, people that work for a company, like that's a much better experience than having to show up at a certain time, try on stuff and fill out a form. So there's the experience part in the uniform space. There's for sure the return reduction. And then I think, you know, there's the data side of it. So what else can you use this data for? Whether it's like making it easy to reorder and creating an account and a profile for a certain a certain business where everything's just stored in the system and you, you know, they've already answered our questions. We know what size they are. You hit go and order, or is it you just don't have to have your sales reps driving around and spending a bunch of time on the road. Um, and they can actually focus on selling, you know? So there's, there's things that are harder to measure, I think in the uniform industry in dollars, um, but the impact is real um, when you think about what um, we're enabling them to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, very, very, uh, very interesting. So when you um, look at, you know, I mean, you're talking about experience. I know that on your website, I noticed uh, you you mentioned something about, you know, the, the, the unhappy customers out there that have the ability now to megaphone on the social media platforms, their, their disdain for certain, you know, experiences that they've um, been taken through, Um, you know, it's it's huge. And obviously we want to, you know, we want to make all those experiences better. So, when you really sit down as a team and define client success, how do you define it? Are you are you defining it to your end to, to your customer that's paying invoices to you for your service, or do you also look at that that end user that's wearing the byproduct of what you do?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a really great point because at the end of the day, like we sell to a business, but the people that you are using us are, we're not selling to them, but they're using our service. And I think, you know, we have to be very cognizant of that because, you know, in our, in what we do, like trust Mm -hmm. is like number one, you know, if people use us and it doesn't work and they, or they have a bad experience, like they're not going to use us again. And the value goes down. So we do always have to think about the end user. And we, you know, we go to fitting sessions in the uniform space. Like we get feedback um, on how to improve our product or build products specifically for the space. We have a product designer in-house that is constantly doing user testing and seeking that feedback from the actual people that are using the tool. Mm -hmm. um sure so those are all like very important things and how you know our company and you know how i've always approached like product development is you have to like start with the end user and get feedback and that's how you you, it's not opinion based or anything like that it's actually talking to people it's focus groups it's you know online it's easy you know in in a digital product world it's much easier to get feedback, you know, through platforms on testing and, and learn quickly and you can change up things quickly too. You're not waiting for a factory to build you a prototype or something like that. These are things, changes you can test and things you can, you can do, um, quickly. So I think, yeah, really good point about the end consumer and us taking that into consideration as far as client success as well. Yeah. Excellent. 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 So, um, well, uh, I appreciate that very much.
1: So if you, if you could really um, isolate one, you know, important message that you want to communicate to people listening to uh, this podcast, I mean, what would that be?
0: Be open to trying technology, figuring out how technology can improve your business and move you, you know, ahead in the space. Um, I think don't get left behind because, you know, it's, it's changing fast out there. And there's, there's a lot of technologies that can, you know, make this business more sustainable, uh, more efficient, and um, better for the end users. So um, yeah, that would kind of be, I guess, my advice to the listeners out there.
1: So it kind of plays hand in hand with that willingness mindset too. It just, yeah. says, hey, you know, be be open to at least hear about it. So Very cool. Very cool. just a couple more questions and thank you so much for your time today, by the way. Um, uh, When you uh, just look at the goals and objectives for bold metrics for the next uh, couple of years, I mean, does anything, is there anything uh, mission wise that's jumping out that you'd like to share with the, with the folks listening?
0: Yeah, I think it's, you know, continue to penetrate, you know, the industries that we're in there's, there's other industries on the horizon that, you know, can benefit from our data as well. So we'll look into other markets and then obviously continuously improve, you know, our core products, but also, you know, build products that are more um, geared towards some special use cases and things like that. So I think for us, we have a ton, ton of stuff, ton of ideas. It's more about prioritization, focus on the ones that make the most sense at the right time and continue to find ways where, you know, we make it easy for our clients to use this data across the organization, not just in fit and sizing. So I think, you know, we're, we want to expand and bring as much value as we can through what we do excellent
1: well jeff you're you're very polished and articulate and uh, you know i just um, if you, Thanks, if you could i uh, not really if you could uh what what using that you know those abilities what what would you say is the best piece of advice you could give to let's say somebody just entering their career space you know they're out of college or they're they're bypassing college or just want to jump into their career after high school what's yeah. the best piece of advice you could give somebody
0: that's a great question but i would say you know, not to not be afraid or don't stop yourself from branching out into different directions often and early, whether it's within the same company or at different companies, you know, keep learning. Mm-hmm. Don't be like a specialist in one thing. Like, I think it's more fun to do a bunch of things and learn and then apply things that you've learned from doing a bunch of things to what you're doing today. Um that teaches you to kind of react to how the world changes and, you know, it changes fast. And, you know, four and a half years ago, I never worked on a digital product. I've learned a ton. Um, and, you know, in the future, you know, all physical products are going to have some kind of digital product um, feature to them. So it was very, va- it's been very valuable in learning what I've learned. And I think, doing different things like keeps you on your toes right sure. and and it makes and it kind of slows the time down to me you know like if you do the same thing every day this seems like time flies by when you like challenge yourself and do different things and learn new things like it, you know time tends to slow down a little bit which um you know when you're young in your career you may not want that um but trust me like you you want it as you go through your career So I would just say, do a lot of things and, you know, see what resonates and keep learning.
1: Absolutely. Great, great advice. And, you know, that again, learning, I mean, you know, I think one of the, uh, one of the enticements out there in this social media world is that there's so many people that are, you know, have told you or are telling you on social media that they've arrived. Right. I'm the expert I've arrived and, and I think, you know, what, what I hear you saying, you know, between the, the lines is that, you know, n- no, I, you all, you're, you know, the healthier way to look at it is to always be learning and yeah. never st- say you've arrived, never arrive really. Cause we're always on this journey. And as long as we're learning new things and I agree with you, you know, it's, it's, a, it may be cliche, but oh. for a young person to hear that, you know, time flies Is you know, as we get older, we realize how that's so true. Oh. And yeah, you're right. Any, any way to slow things down and it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the challenge. It's the newness. It's the, you know, fresh angle. It's the, it's the things that stop us and make us think, you know, if we're just going through the day and not really giving it much thought, next thing you know, it's four o'clock and you're like, whoa, where did that day, you know, but it's, uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, well, I love that answer. and, And so I think I've been in that, you know, product development role before in the apparel industry, in the young men's sector. And let me tell you that 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 just fabrics, technologies, trim, mm-hmm. you know, going shopping Europe, going to Hong Kong and for fab, you know, doing all this. Yeah, I've done was, all that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I did it too. And it was electrifying. And, yeah. you know, I got really passionate. I hear the passion in your voice. But now let's take that and park for a second. And so let's say you've got relatives, you've got kids, you've got uh, you know, nieces, nephews, whatever. Is this uniform space? Is this is this a space you would recommend as a career path for any of your family or loved ones?
0: I would actually. I mean, I have two young daughters. I mean, any a ton of relatives, but it's like such a good group of people it's very different from like the fashion space where it's so like cutthroat and competitive it's more I don't know just like people seem to work together to share success and it's it seems like such a nice part of the apparel world um and I've only really been involved in in it for a couple years now um But yeah, I think, you know, it would be interesting for anyone young or, you know, if my kids got into the uniform space, like, it'd be interesting to share stories of my time working with the companies in the space and see how much it changed by the time they're in their careers, which is a ways from now, because they're seven and four, seven and three, actually. Wow. Wow. That's it. Well, that keeps that keeps dad busy. Yeah, so who knows what uniforms will be then, but... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell him not to go into the uniform space, Jeff. (laughs) Excellent. Well, you know, no, it's it's uh, you know, Rick loves
1: asking the question. So it's really it's a DNA to our podcast now. It's a must ask question because and, you know, I think also in line with that. And let me just do a little plug for, you know, NAUMD. You know, the name was changed a couple years ago and it's the first letter represents networking. And I really want to encourage anybody out there who's not you know, um, you know, become part of NAUMD. It's no longer the isolationist atmosphere. It's we're not operating in silos. We are truly networking at the, uh, annual event and throughout the year. And, and I, and I think, you know, you feel that and you see that, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Collaborative.
0: Yeah. I look forward to the event and yeah, yeah, I think last year was my second time and it was just fun to, uh, Yep. catch up with people that I met the first time, you know, yep. as well as meet new people. There was a lot more people there this year.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, And it's really just a different atmosphere. And I think that it's really one that encourages, you know, we do have a small industry when it comes down to it. And why not be collaborative versus, you know, isolationists, if you will, and, and kind of protect our own little ground, you know.
0: So yeah, yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, Jeff,
1: uh, I, you know, is there anything I forgot to ask? or Is there anything you want to highlight that we didn't cover?
0: No, I mean, this was great. I really appreciate the time, Jeff. It was fun, fun to be on this side of the podcast. I have, as you know, like I have my own podcast, Bold Brands. So uh, <laughs> if anyone wants to check that out, feel free as well. But, they, yeah. but it was definitely fun to uh, to be on the other side yeah. for a change. And yeah, really appreciate it. And uh, you know, my, my if anyone has, yeah. yeah, if anyone wants to chat, just... Shoot me an email, jeff at boldmetrics.com. Yeah. And where can they find your podcast, by the way? Um, So Bold Brands, um, it's a podcast sponsored by Bold Metrics. And, you know, we focused on apparel apparel technology as well as brands and uniform companies. um, Talk to founders and people involved in the business. And you can find it on all the major outlets, uh, Spotify, Apple. Great.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, we'll listen, we really appreciate you carving out some time for us today, and we thank you so much um, for all your input. And we will say goodbye. And folks, we'll see you on the next Uniformer. Thanks a lot, Chef.